special event alert. Get through the turnstiles and run! This is Late for Changeover, your weekly space news and variety show. I'm your host, Marty Smith, and I'm joined by Mr. History, Eric Perot. Howdy, gentlemen. Our man in the closet, Jake Wall. Go on, guys. Good to see you. Our little teapot, Kevin Balcom. Guavano, go blue. And our <laughs> big burn, Mike John. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> We're here to bring you the latest headlines and updates pertinent to all Guardians and to the other lesser branches as well. So take your seats, get informed, and have a laugh as we present Late for Changeover. For changeover. That may have been one of our more smoother introductions. <laughs> oh, yeah? And I like Mike getting confident with it, man. Getting comfortable with it. <laughs> Pulling out a little Matthew McConaughey shit. Matthew McConaughey. You see those commercials <laughs> that he's in for that crazy, what is AI it? AI stuff. Is it uh, it's about a Outstrike car, though, right? or something like that? It's, uh, he it was like Lincoln for sense. a while. Yeah, the Lincoln ones. I, I like the one where he was sitting around. The fire, like drinking whiskey or whatever that one was. Was that for Lincoln too? Oh, that wow. old blue song. It was really good. So. Um, in in honor of our uh, our outro, I introduced the kids to MXC, oh, the most extreme challenge, nice. and they were like, "What is this?" I was like, "This is before, yeah, way back yeah. in the day." And he goes, "Are they actually saying that, or is that dubbed?" <laughs> and it's just such poor quality. <laughs> You can't hardly see their lips anyway, so you're like, oh, I'm yeah, like, it's that's just true. trash they, dubbing. All they do is just they don't worry about the mouths, they just worry about how long they're speaking, and then they match yeah. whatever they say to how long they're speaking, and a little oh, bit of emotions. Oh my god, that was yeah. yeah, it was fantastic. I'd love to have that game show here. I think Wipeout was the American try at it tried at Takeshi's Castle or whatever that game show was. Yeah, Takeshi's Castle. And you gotta have the this, gimmick. You gotta have the gimmick of the dub voices <laughs> with the joke that stuff. Well like, that's true, this, but you also have to have the threat of truly getting hurt. I mean if you yeah. watch some of those competitors, they're like, oh they're barely walking off. They're running towards those like floaty rocks and some of them are rocks and, and they take it right in the chest. And they oh, just go boom, yeah. straight just yeah full on sternum you're Crack. like oh, sternum. oh it yeah. is so good that that they got a little foam helmet they're like yep we're good my, <laughs> my wife actually loves all the little things they say right before they compete yeah know? yeah 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 i'm not a virgin anymore you know that <laughs> it's, it's, it's so it's so good it's so funny right. so here's my thought of the day so i was watching die hard 2 and there was a scene where I can't even remember that guy's name. He was on a sitcom in the seventies. Amos, I think, is his last name. The black guy who led the response team that was supposed Major to go Grant. After. What's that? Major Grant. Was that his that name? Was his name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, major lieutenant or major. I think it was. Major. I think it was a major because the other guy yeah. was a colonel. Um, the guy he trained. So. Oh. Uh, there, he's given all these orders and then he takes a time hack and they all pull their watches out. And he's like, three, two, one. That is one of those things that's gone with the dodo, right? I mean, ever <laughs> since GPS got 
enough satellites in view. Still, really, I mean, it wasn't until phones, right? Even the flip phones, right, had a time on them, I think. Hey, you had it beforehand. Like, I had G-Shocks that would uh, get the signal from the uh, from the oh, clock shit. up in Boulder. Really? And, uh, and they would send out a radio signal, and, yeah, the G-Shocks would be able to um, receive that radio signal and sync up your watch with the uh, GPS spot there in Boulder. No shit. That was so there is absolutely no more reasons to have a time hack now. Not really. Not, Not really. synchronized watches. Okay. I mean, the funniest time hack I ever sat through was we were just about to do this operation. And for whatever reason, uh, commo officers were always sliced off to all the maneuver units. <clears throat> and I don't think in my 10 years in the Army that I had a English as a first language commo officer. <laughs> I had a, like uh, an Asian guy, uh, a Mexican guy, uh, another. Puerto Ricans. Uh, Puerto Ricans were always the best. Yeah, yeah. And he was <laughs> counting down. He's like, hey, it's going to be 2,100 uh, in 10, 9. He, he, and he skips five. Everybody's like, wait, wait. And he goes, I shit. Oh, shit. Wait, 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 wait. It'll be 2101. So you had to wait for the whole next minute. We all had to sit there and stare at each other. What a funny story. It's probably like a Monty Python the grenade. Yeah. Three, sir. Three. <laughs> oh, my God. That was hilarious. Anyway, that was my thought of the day. So, weeks go. Week go okay for everybody. Good Thanksgiving. Good Thanksgiving. Yeah, man. Good holiday Good times. It was fantastic uh, week. Oh yeah. Well, he's got the glow. I, I tell rivals you, rivals week. I, you know, I've always. You have your primary team, but you have a couple other teams. I always pull. I always kind of subtly pull for Notre Dame. I always like Michigan too. I think Michigan's got the best helmets of of all time. Oh, well, I agree. I've always kind of pulled for Michigan, uh, especially when Colorado pulled the uh, miracle of Michigan. Oh so. my goodness! Do you remember Randall Bohannon? Oh, Hannah. Yeah, yeah, skinny so guy, right? He was in the CU's band at that game when, when Cordell wow. threw. They were leaving, and they heard the crowd go completely <laughs> silent. So they sprinted back into the stadium like, <laughs> like ah. Cordell like, and Michael soon, Westbrook, man. That yeah, was amazing. Too soon. But yeah. so I always pull for Michigan. And, and, and against Ohio State, I don't know. I've always sided with Michigan. And when they went on, what was it? six minutes when they got that ball seven minutes when they got that ball and they just yeah, drive. drove it drove it drove. oh my goodness yeah oh, without our best man. offensive lineman oh yeah he went down right yeah yeah oh he broken, broke his uh, he broke his yeah. tibula and fibula, right yep yeah six oh, to eight man. weeks clean break though so no better that gone. than achilles yes. or something like that so. yep yeah he'll be fine yeah yeah god but what a that game hurts. so yeah hands off to you yeah, My I'm Buccaneers tossed it to the Colts, so yeah, they did. That was bummer. That was <laughs> bad. Uh, to the Colts, to the Colts. That's yeah. what I said too. To the yeah. Colts. Come on, yeah. man. Baker's Sorry, getting the Lions tired, man. Lost Baker, to the Bears. Baker's a four and seven tired. record, and we're still in the hunt to lead the division. <laughs> the NFL oh, is man. so mediocre, man. I'm telling you what, the South is. Oh, oh, uh, so. Uh, yeah, Baker's getting tired, just like Air Force. Air Force just they lost uh, half their team, their starters, right? And then those guys are so beat up anyway. They so. all took a dump, man. It was yeah. terrible. They've lost he three in a row. Butt kicked by Army. I can't believe they lost to Army. Man. 
and Hawaii. So, all right, Eric, take us down history road. What do you got for us today? Oh, man, I got a good one. Well, first of all, I got to tell you, to increase my history knowledge, my wife and I went and seen Napoleon Bonaparte today. The movie. Yeah, was it? I've heard some mixed yeah, stuff review. Yeah, you know, they tried to make him look like an imbecile and at the same time to make him look like this super general in the field. Kind really? of disappointing, to tell you the truth. So I heard they kind of did. They could. There was a a, a couple good battle scenes, but they could have done better. Uh, they, they could have done better. Really. Some of the the battle scenes were basically the the best. His yeah. interaction with Josephine was kind of corny and ridiculous. Oh so yeah. So that was kind yeah. of disappointing. Anyway, on with my history for this day. So um, as we approach December seventh, nineteen forty one. The question always comes up, why weren't our carriers at Pearl? Yeah, why Any, weren't they? Anybody know? I don't. No, they don't. All right, here's another question. Do you, do you know how many carriers there were? Four. Three. So you Gosh, had the Lexington, Her, uh, the Enterprise, and the Saratoga. Okay. Which Enterprise? USS BSS <laughs> six. Ah, oh. detailed Close. question. Had to look. <laughs> uh, oh, he did re- uh, scratching uh, surface. You must be. You must be retired. Uh, so, doing a little research on that whole topic uh, was interesting because it was strictly a coincidence that the three carriers were gone, and on this day, November twenty eighth. 1941 enterprise was tasked with delivering aircraft to wake island for the marines oh wow Air Force. Way yeah. yeah so i, I want to give you a little background though december 7 1941 japan carried out a vicious attack on the united states we all know that the destruction left by the japanese attack was immense with all eight battleships at the harbor being heavily damaged or sunk as well as damaging another three destroyers and three cruisers. U.S. servicemen deaths numbered over 2,300. Japan failed to destroy the U.S. aircraft carriers, but they were not too worried as they predicted the battleships would be the decisive weapon used. However, the carriers that they spared would come to be their undoing as they were the tools used to chase the Japanese across Pacific as the war went on. So on November 28th, actually 26th, Admiral Bull Halsey, one of the classic hard-nosed leaders that fought for the U.S. during World War II, he started the war as a vice admiral, ended as a fleet admiral, one of only four people attained that rank. So he was the one that tasked Enterprise with delivering the aircraft to Wake Island. They were trying to get back and encountered uh, storms that slowed their delay. They arrived back at Pearl on the 11th. Oh, geez. Yeah. All of them or just the Enterprise? The Enterprise. Oh, okay. Saratoga was off the coast of California in San Diego being refitted. And Lexington was also on a resupply mission to, let me see here. I brought that up. Um, they were on a resupply mission to uh, Midway. There it is. So they were scattered. They yeah. Were all over. Yep. The USS Lexington was far out to sea on December 5th. Admiral Kimmel, the commander of the U.S. Pacific Fleet, ordered Lexington 
and the cruisers and destroyers of Task Force 12 to transport Marine Corps SB2U Vindicators to the U.S. base on Midway. So they were all doing missions, and it was by just coincidence that all three were away. Now, you had the two that were, there was actually three in it, the Atlanta, fighting off the uh, the uh, Wolfpack, the submarines oh, on the yeah, right yeah, side. Yeah. But I thought it was interesting that on today's date, 1941, the Enterprise was spared because of what it was doing and was able to... Uh, wreak havoc on the Japan, Japanese as we that's a, continue that's a down good, the war. That's a great setup for, you know, next week and weeks yeah. you know, weeks coming up. Um, and as much intel as the Japanese had, for them not to know that they weren't there was weird. Or did they, you know, I, I guess a ton of details out there. Or did they yeah. know and they're like, screw it, we're already here, we got to go. They yeah, weren't I, very concerned initially because they thought and probably still thought that the battleships were going to be the main players right, in right. the naval war. Uh, but then not, aircraft proved to be a hell of a thing. Right. It was aircraft carriers. And, and not to be too much of a geek on this, but um, have you guys ever heard of Victor Davis Hanson? He's a historian. He's one of those fellow guys, you know, I, I don't know how you get to be a fellow, um, yeah. but he's done a, a a series of lectures and they, they put a couple of them out on YouTube and he does one about world war two about the air cam or, you know, the, the whole air war for all countries. And he does one for navies and for all the navies. And he strikes in that, that general point about how the battleships were the generation before, but now aircraft carriers are the ones that are going to be able to project power and bring the fight uh, forward. And we were more, much more forward thinking, for the aircraft carrier than uh, the Japanese were. So, well, remember too, though they used three carriers to attack Pearl Harbor. Well, they did. You're right. You're so right. they they knew what they had. They just weren't too concerned about the air power coming to bear. Until well, and if they'd have done the next wave and and blown the fuel dumps, then it yeah. would have been a different story. So, yep. The fuel dumps that are now causing poison water in Hawaii. As I think Jeez. the last time we were doing our own stories, I think Jake actually did that story months ago. So all the cleanup yeah, over there was, uh, above Pearl That was Harbor. a rough one. Yeah, that was base crazy. housing, they, they basically evacuated mm -hmm. all of base housing So because all their water had fuel in it. Oh, nice. Maybe the Japanese knew that. And they're like, hey, 80 years from now. <laughs> Got him. That Got fuel that we didn't blow up. Strategy. That's gonna gonna I, I like the idea though. Like, <laughs> I I don't know why it's it's a cool idea. Putting that basically that tunnel that goes up the hill yeah. in Hawaii, yeah, so that it's all just gravity force fed. Yeah, it's smart. It's a, I mean, it's, it's a it's cool. Too bad they built them out of tin foil and they they leaked all over the place. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the problem. They they probably never updated them since then. You know. We'll Lowest build these bitter. tunnels out of lead. They'll be the best tunnels, <laughs> the gravity-fed tunnels you'll ever have. Yep. You never have to worry about them again. And once we repair them, we'll repair them with asbestos. It's great <laughs> new thing. That shit is great, dude. That's, yeah. that stuff sticks That's how it goes. Uh, good one, Eric. All right. I think all our viewers just dropped off, but that was a good one. Nice. So. <laughs> Is that two minutes and 30 seconds? I was trying to keep it short. <laughs> we salute you. <laughs> All right, let's get out of the news.
So from taskandpurpose.com, they come out with this. And, and I think Task and Purpose is all tongue-in-cheek every time they do a space story. You know, it's like a bunch of army guys were like, put the space story in. That would be stupid. You know, that kind of thing. Because every time I read through it and I edit it to read here, I've got to drop out all these little, these like little barbs and stuff that they throw at the Space Force all the time in every article they do. But I want you to know I bought um, stock in that, that, that publication. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> Mike Johns, you know that shit was funny. Give me a giggle. That was a giggle. Uh, Mike's tough. He's got three screens he's looking there, man. So he's yeah, he's live streaming giggle, all over the man. place. Um, so from taskandpurpose.com, Space Force is going to track, quote, abnormal objects in outer space. So mm. and I, as I read through this thing, I, when I get to the end, it's like, I thought we already had units to do this. But anyway... <clears throat> This month, Space Train Space Training and Readiness Command. You know what the acronym is for that? <laughs> Starcom, Star baby. Starcom. Unbelievable. So this month, Starcom published a new bit of space doctrine, SDP 3-100, Space Domain Awareness, which the command called, quote, the first operational-level doctrine publication developed by Starcom for the U.S. Space Force. So finally, that almost sounds like, Finally, they produced something. You know, they, they, well, they just took Air Force Space Command off it and put Starcom on it. It's probably it's, it's the exact same shit. I did that all the time and then put on my EPR first ever. It's bullshit. <laughs> We'd have annual first evers. We were yeah. that good. First evers and single-handedly. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's factually correct, but... Not, right, right. First ever in 2024. Splitting hairs, homie. Splitting hairs. Come on. <laughs> the overall document is straightforward, explaining how Space Force plans to operate its own satellites and take into account other nations' spacecraft. Satellites, both national and commercial, and generally plan for what happens in orbit. But as the team at Space.com noticed, buried in the wider document is a look at the unknown abnormal phenomena, better known as UAP, which I... I didn't realize what that term was until I read this article. I know they've changed it from UFO. And I, God knows why they did that. You know, probably because they don't want any associated with any of the old stuff. And they're just like, <laughs> well, we'll call them unknown, unknown abnormal phenomena. That doesn't even mean it well, flies. That could be someone something. Someone got promoted for that. Someone no, got promoted. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's let's go. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, and then they're like, hey, that's a great acronym. Now let's make the world use it. They're like, ah, oh, okay, UAP. I still UAP. think Starcom is so appropriate. I'm trying to get over that. <laughs> I like really. to I like to throw out just a little uh, horn <laughs> in Eric's side at the beginning because it bothers him the whole. He's like, God, the disappointment just like his, his Space Force hair shirt. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> what the hell is that? Jesus. Oh, uh, the document notes, quote, it requires the ability to rapidly identify and respond to threats and hazards, including objects that exhibit abnormal observables and patterns of life and cannot be correlated to any owner or point of origin. Holy crow. Somebody came up with that phrase, right? That is that says literally nothing. 
to me. Uh, the whole really? freaking article says nothing. Well, that whole so thing, own, I mean, it's just own, so general. Owner or point of origin is referring to who launched it, what country right, right. launched it, yeah, and when it went into orbit. But um, if we don't know... We don't know, know. we're still going to look at it. We're still going to look at it anyway. Yeah. We couldn't, hey, we couldn't figure out where the balloon was that floated across the entire <laughs> contiguous <laughs> lower United States. Uh, well, so they say. So they or say. did we? No. No. I don't give him the benefit. <laughs> no. I don't give him the benefit of a doubt anymore. Oh, okay. You, you, Look at all the stories the we do. You're gonna give him the benefit of a doubt? You Wait may have we... a great hairline, but you need to think a couple steps lower here. You need to <laughs> come on, man. Uh the hunt for anomalies and other unidentified phenomena has become a serious matter for the Department of Defense. Last year the Pentagon opened the all domain anomaly resolution office meant to track these unidentified objects or sightings across land, sea, sky, and elsewhere. Elsewhere. Land, sea, and sky, elsewhere. Other uh, universes. <laughs> the AARO, the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, has received hundreds of reported cases from military branches and intelligence services. Uh, its inaugural director, Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick, announced... That he Did is you stepping. see the one airman sitting in that office drinking his coffee all day? I got nothing to do. <laughs> There's nothing to see here. What'd you name call that office? He's probably going like sounds this. Like a, like, sounds like a cop Eight shot, five seven it? false. <laughs> eight five two what? three false. Like just checking little input lines. Hey, did you call every... that false? Why you got ten events in red there? You haven't even checked. One guy sitting there going, "Shit, I'm bored." <laughs> There's nothing to see here. <laughs> uh, as Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick has noted this year, one of the biggest challenges when it comes to identifying anomalies, anomalies is that there is not enough data. Space Force, meanwhile, has been laying out and testing procedures for putting more satellites into orbit and bringing sensors online, both for missile defense and to better collect an array of data from orbit. The widening array of sensors serve mostly defensive and intelligence purposes, but they also provide the tools needed to help identify these unidentified objects. But that's a what? What is space surveillance? Wasn't it? The, were there weren't they the ones who tracked everything, or was it space tracking? I can't I can't remember the name of the. Squad. Yeah, that yeah, Giads. Um, you know, there's various. Oh yeah, space right. There's a space like surveillance that. network, right? That's and whole... uh, we got a whole bunch of side-looking satellite stuff, so. Here, uh, what, are you guys a believer? Are they UFOs? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> but what were... We haven't made contact. We have not made contact. You think no. anybody could keep that shit a secret? That's what <laughs> no, I was saying. Man. That's what I no. said. You got guys sitting at the surveillance squadrons, and they see something, they're like, holy shit. They're like, oh, hey, hey, keep it quiet. The guys that say, well, you're not the, you can't believe that we're the only ones here. And I'm like, why can't I? I right. I, I mean, uh, How, why I, is I that know. so hard I, to believe? I, I don't no, know. I think I, the odds are way too great. I think uh, there's stuff out there and other things out there, but I right. don't know if they've gotten I, I, to us and helped us no, out or done anything. They haven't. No. Yeah. I don't know. You never know. I, 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 I don't believe in the fact that 
yes, they're out there, and they still stayed hidden in this day and age with everybody with the camera, with every social media thing out there. Uh, with I mean, I, I know they had testimonies. They had like three TS cleared guys who said, uh, oh, yeah, we've seen it. They're buzzing us up there. They're buzzing you? <laughs> They're buzzing the jets? What? Come on, man. That's what I said too. <laughs> and here's here's the other here's the other thing where I I run into uh, an issue with it is that if they're that intelligence that they've been able to to fly all the way here to get all the way here, uh, what are they doing? Buzzing right? jets. They just came down to fuck around like a holiday <laughs> weekend, or something? <laughs> like on a jet ski. They're like, hey, watch me fuck with these F twenty twos, right? It doesn't make no, any man. sense. That's South perfect. Park got it right, man. We're a reality TV show for galactic television. Maybe they're that advanced, go. right? Yeah. These are well, VIPs you know, coming to visit us to see it firsthand. I tell you, can't I, Superman, I, he just covers his identity with glasses. Right. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> I, who are, not me. It's not, it's not Superman. Well, it's there's, there's still a majority of people out there who think uh, uh, Oswald shot Kennedy all by himself. So, <laughs> look at yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think those images, any one of those small images of the multiple galaxies out there, yeah, from coming from the James Webb telescope, it the odds are so. I, I, too I'm not great. disputing that. I'm not disputing that. But they travel all this way. No, just what a teabag, is, random people. Yeah, yeah right. It. It's like, it doesn't make right. sense. I would love to meet him. Got him. Like, got yo. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we go to Vegas just to do random shit like that. So, well, sure. If we have the means, <laughs> you go to Vegas to do random shit like that. I I say we, the royal we, right? Royal we. <laughs> I remember driving home from, uh, you know, like office swing or or whatever, like midnight, one o'clock. And I can't remember that old show that used to be on. I don't know if it's still on. Coast to coast. Coast to coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, coast to coast. Right. Hell Conspiracy yeah. theorist, right here. And I said Dude. this. I said this before, but maybe not recorded. But I thought this guy and he's his connection sound made him sound crazy. You know, just a lot of hiss in the background. Like he's sitting <laughs> with a ham radio and he's calling into coast oh, to coast. Right. Yeah. This is a fun ass show. His. The best theory I heard on UFOs was he said that UFOs are actually time travelers from the future. And they're coming back to see the past, but they got to stay hidden because butterfly effect and shit. And I was like, that is the greatest crazy theory I've ever heard in my life. Because it makes so much sense. That makes more sense that we traveled back in time than somebody came a thousand years just to fuck around with our jets. It's very simple for me. I'm from Missouri, the show me state. I ain't seen shit. <laughs> I ain't seen shit. There's, there's lizard people all around us day to day. They're running our governments. <laughs> Is that from Cyberpunk? <laughs> cyberpunk. <laughs> you think that old man would play Cyberpunk? No, Burn mm. was like lizard people. That's like. Oh, yeah. You haven't heard of the lizard people? Yeah, that's right. No. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta start listening to conspiracy theory podcasts, man. Yeah. Like hollow theories yeah, and all do. this stuff. There's some yeah. crazy shit out there that people think. It's it's hilarious. Sounds amazing, actually. Yeah. That would be fun. All right. 
let's go on to some uh, uh, good stuff, right? So uh, the USO, again, from taskandpurpose.com, the USO came out with their 2023 Troops of the Year. And they highlighted, is it, see, again, task and purpose, that there was like six, you know, one per, one per every branch, right? Um, one space person and then five lesser branches. So, uh, <laughs> but they only highlighted two because in both of these cases, they used a tourniquet. So I, I, I always, like, that's what you got out of this story. You got two people who use tourniquets. So... I saw that and I was like, okay, let's read about the tourniquets. Hmm. Were they applied properly? Um, well, I don't know. In this first one, I don't know. Okay. Uh, it starts off saying the fast acting use of tourniquet, tourniquets by an army combat medic and a space force guardian in off duty emergencies earned them United Service Organization Service Member of the Year awards. Space Force Specialist Danielle Green. Now I had to look this up. Right with the new ranks and all that stuff. So I think up until E4, Space Force is like Specialist 1, Specialist 2, Specialist 3, Specialist 4. Right? Oh, I didn't know that. That's that's, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's an old... Army used to have... uh, Specialists, yeah. Well, they still have a Spec 4 rank, which is an E4, but they used to have degrees of Specialist 2. So... So... um, it, it just says special, so I don't know if they, they're supposed to designate. Are you a spec one? Are you a spec two? And there's no more staff sergeants either. They're just regular sergeants. Oh, are they really? Is that what it is? Yep. Now that's just Space Force and Air Force or just Space Force? No, just Space, Space Force. Force. Interesting. All right, so Space Force Specialist Danielle Green and Army Sergeant Michael Wolkiba were named USO's Guardian and Soldier of the Year along with five other troops from each military branch the Coast Guard, and the Reserves. So Specialist Green was on a bike ride in Steamboat Springs. Uh, Steamboat Springs, Colorado, with her husband and in-laws when she heard a scream from nearby. So following the yell, she found a sidewalk that looked like a crime scene. This is a little overdramatic. Ooh. Looked like a crime scene with a teenage girl standing in growing puddles of her own blood. Hmm. The girl had been sitting on a lifted pickup truck with a grill behind her as she jumped down from the truck her leg caught the side of the grill ripping oh. open deep gouges i know I, when i read that i was like oh because as soon as you're in the but air she, and you're like oh. but she was standing right it said she was standing so the... should have tried to walk it off first just in case <laughs> we don't want to file any va claims throw a little dirt on it <laughs> yeah so uh green uh got off the bike and she stopped she got the girl on the ground uh, she asked for a shirt from the girl's friends, which Green used to put pressure on the wound to attempt to stop the bleeding. When that didn't work, she decided a tourniquet was the next option. Uh, Green, who is an all-source intelligence analyst for missile warning. Right. She probably she knows our background. Are they still 1 and O's up there then? Or yeah. Wait, that's or did they flip over to Space Force? Or is that Air Force Intel? I think I think the Space Force has their own intel guys. They they yeah, all we, we took a handful of them. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um she said she'd learned how to apply a tourniquet in basic training using a bandana and a sharpie that the group had. Oh, who carries a sharpie? Nice. Um 
She fashioned a makeshift tourniquet just above the girl's knee. Green and her husband were able to load the girl into a car and send her off to the hospital, which was about a 15-minute drive. And the article doesn't close the door on that. doesn't say what happened to the girl. So... I'm it, applied in blood. <laughs> yeah, you know, because right? you know got to know. I got in trouble at work one time over a similar thing. Um, had some people come you up. Got in and, trouble? What do you mean? For yeah, let, let, me, let me tell. Let me tell the story. <laughs> and all he was just randomly and applying a tourniquet <laughs> to his own arm. <laughs> so we had a truck in the guy, unit like, that driving home one night saw an accident. And pulled over and, you know, attempted to render aid and all that kind of stuff. And long story short, the person in the accident passed away. Well, yeah. they came to me because, you know, uh, looking for advice and stuff like that on writing a, uh, they wanted to write a commendation medal or an achievement medal and figuring out where they wanted to go with it. Yeah. I said, well, tell me some of the facts of this stuff. You know, what happened? They ran through, okay, you know, so-and-so was driving from here to there and saw an accident and did this, did that, whatever. I go, well, did the person survive? And they go, no. And I go, you want to write them an award for not saving a life? <laughs> then I got in trouble. Ow. Yeah, but that's fair. I would have said the same thing. Well done. The attempt <laughs> is better than not. That's I, what they're yeah, you just No, I hear that. I hear that. But that, that would have been Man. my first one, too. It was like, what are your oh. odds? Yeah. No. <laughs> not doing it. Sorry, bud. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of Don't people. there. <laughs> Now, <laughs> as far as tourniquets go, uh, when I got in my motorcycle accident, when I, I was laying on my side and I lifted my leg up and it was bleeding like crazy. There we go. So I was like, oh, I got to put a tourniquet on. But you know what thought came to my head was that because I was looking at the blood and that stupid old video came up. Remember that old training video we used to have to do? <laughs> yeah. It's like, if it's bright red, it's capillary bleeding if it's dark red arterial. it's arterial bleeding and that stopped me cold and i was like i don't know what fucking color this is is this <laughs> white blood it's irrelevant dark? <laughs> <laughs> i was like you sir back to the cbt for you so i know I, I i was obviously a no-go on that cbt so <laughs> So good on Specialist Green. She she rendered aid. I wish we, I wish they had covered and, and said what happened to him. But uh, okay, so Sergeant Michael Wilkeba, Wilkeba, uh on August 4, twenty twenty two, him and his wife were driving to California from Fort Bliss, Texas, to visit family. As they drove through Arizona, they came across a multi collision accident. State troopers were trying to get into an RV that had slammed into the back of a semi truck. Well, Kiba ran over and offered his assistance, telling police he was an Army medic. The troopers broke the RV's window and boosted Wolkiba inside the vehicle. He found an older couple with their two dogs up front and realized that the woman wasn't breathing well. She also was trapped under the RV's collapsed dashboard and other debris, which another EMT, who they boosted into also, uh, they pried up the dash uh, using a crowbar so they could work on the woman. As the other EMT held the crowbar, Wolkiba used a state trooper's first aid tourniquet on the woman's left leg to stop the bleeding. So that's that was like that's that's kind of cool. Like huh? He jumped in there, right? And finally, that there, random like, crowbar you've been carrying around came <clears throat> in handy. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, and it finally. really, you know, because there's that whole <laughs> yes. thing. It's like, 
You ever run into those people and they're like, oh, we sold everything. All we do is travel around in an RV. Yeah. And as soon as I read yep. that, I was like, oh, yeah, that would That's, put an end that to sucks. that. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it sucks. to make it sound shitty, but I was like, oh, an older couple. I was like, oh, yeah, we'd be fucking done. That'd be shit. Got to be careful with the old comment, too. Why? Apparently, I'm older than you, Eric. So what are you talking about? So. Maybe you just act older than him. Maybe. Maybe more mature. Maybe that's what it yeah. is. I'll give you that. Challenge yourself that. Uh, we'll keep I'm the a- one with the OnlyFans. Come on. That's true. That is a, that is oh, a young man's game. Thriving business. Well, yeah. right? well it's a niche game. <laughs> Eric fits a niche. It's a niche. They call it a fetish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. He's got about as much views on OnlyFans as we got on Facebook, and they're all dropping off after 30 seconds. (laughs) It's like three views a month. Ooh, that's not what I thought that was. (laughs) The first accidental thigh shot, and they're like, okay. It could be just that stimulating, right? It's those 1970 volleyball shorts, you know what I mean? The Ranger panties. Yeah, the Ranger panties. The old silkies. So the others that were honored by USO real quick, uh, Navy, there was a hospital corpsman, second class, Dean Brantingham, who's a behavioral health technician on the USS Carl Vinson, Air Force Staff Sergeant Andrew P. English. Uh, He fought a fire at uh, weapons school when they were up in, uh, I don't know. He was performing special mission aviator duties in support of the U.S. Air Force weapons school when he fought a fire on a flight deck and saved. 15 airmen. A flight deck or a flight line? It says flight deck. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe that's something flared up and he was like, oh, put that out. In the aircraft. We got 15 people on here. You just saved them. Not really. Not really. Yes, you did. (laughs) If he would have just walked by, he's like, "Eh, somebody else will get it. Well, it would have gone out with the wind anyway, but I just put it out. So. <laughs> Stop in the plane. <laughs> uh, Marine Corps Sergeant Ramon Garcia served as a Marine security guard in Erbil, Iraq, when a Foreign Service national exercising in a gym had an accident. He had caught his wrist on a squat rack and sliced it open. Ow. Ramon provided immediate first aid with a gauze and a compression bandage to stop the bleeding. National Guard Staff Sergeant Cody J. Foster of the Texas Air National Guard was supporting Operation Lone Star when he spotted a mother carrying her three-year-old across the Rio Grande Valley. Uh, he supported them while coordinating transportation and medical care. And Coast Guard Petty Officer Jordan M. Canyon supported six deployments to the U.S.-Mexico border and supporting Department of Homeland Security interdictions of more than 34 shipping vessels. So He handed out water. <laughs> maybe. He wasn't. He wasn't tying anybody's blood off. That's for sure. Not like those two. So I want to see the safety brief after the dude who slid his wrist on a squat rack. I know, <laughs> right? No. Yo, how does that happen? What is well, going on? Well, he was on? a foreign national, so there was no safety brief done. <laughs> yeah, because they don't Still, have to go to him. That takes a lot, yeah. man. Like, how does, yeah, what kind of like, equipment Urch. are they on there? Like, yeah, man. I have well, so many questions. I mean, you guys see, you guys seen the videos of the Iraqi army doing jumping that, jacks, and shit, right? Yeah. That was such a classic. Come on. And we've all seen some of the workout equipment, like in deployed environments. Rusty, so. freaking, yeah, sharp edge. Hmm. 
Yeah, this could have been tied up on an axle, like on the side of a building or something like that. It's hard to say oh, okay. what the uh, yeah. the gym in herbal Iraq looks like. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. Could be just Cinder like blocks with a bar through it. Yeah, it could be just like wheel rims with like <laughs> yeah. extra sandbags Fair. around them or something. I don't know. Fair hey, point. Have you guys ever like thought about um, how many civilians actually have any kind of self aid body care training? You think about I mean, civilians? No, no, I mean, so my brother, I had to, my brother and I had to check a pulse, and I was like, check the pulse, and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? <laughs> check a pulse. I'm like, fucking check his pulse, man. Yes. He's like, right, what are right. you, what are you saying to me? Why would I know how to do that? I don't that? speak Spanish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean you don't know how to check a pulse? Like, like check I, a pulse I think like, of it like. Like this. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Ugh. no, oh, he's awake. <laughs> that's, not, that's not the right answer. That's no, true, but, but, I mean, but even with the old self aid buddy care training, which I think I thought was decent training, you know the videos were funny. But uh, well, and then I, you had to do the hands on portion. Uh, right, right. Yeah, I like but I think part. they've done away with it all. Right, done away with all self aid buddy care. I don't think it's it's out there. Know. So, um, but it still it still confuses me like. Remember old CPR training? I, I mean, not the full up where you get licensed, but you know the, yeah. the stuff that we could do. Yeah. And that CPR seems to have been like, okay, just don't do it because you're gonna get sued. So you're we're not gonna, gonna teach you anymore. Shit out of this you're gonna break his ribs. Uh, you're gonna give him a disease. You know, just don't do it, right? Because I think I don't think CPR is even yeah. Because CPR started off like turn their head to drain the puke, and then yeah. like levels of cpr right. and then that's right later on it's like here's this dental dam that you got to put oh over yeah 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 and yeah right and you're like hey just fuck it just do the chest <laughs> just compressions it. i know like well, that's oh that's what it is now it's just chest compressions yeah yep. and they're like oh yeah. people yeah, are getting you don't, broken you don't get ribs they're getting broken ribs and they're suing you so don't even do those well that's how you know you're doing it right is you're kind of supposed to break the ribs yeah yeah well with that dummy you got to go down for the clicks mm-hmm. yeah. that was not easy so and it used to be on the beat of staying alive. Yep. Too. But then the I had written, a great episode. I saw the office episode. Yeah. The office episode was classic. Oh, yeah. Right, Do you, right. you know what's along the same beat? Is Another One Bites the Dust by Queens. Yeah. Don't, How? Don't, yeah. Don't. Sure. Yeah. The exact same beat that you're supposed to get. So, which one do you sing? You oh, want to save him? Morbid to or be you like, know he's going down, right? I just know another one bites the dust more than staying alive. <laughs> well, let's not take you for your first responder then. Hey, what what do you do your CPR to? Another one bites the dust. Oh, it's like uh, <laughs> another one bites this the- guy. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, great. All right. Uh, another government audit. Another fail, gentlemen. Man. So from news, we like, oh, like surprise face. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. here's the one. Oh, and eight. Oh, yeah. and six. Oh, and six. Oh, and six. Oh, we're still good. So from newsnationnow.com, <laughs> the Pentagon fails an audit for the sixth year in a row. Uh, the Pentagon has failed its annual audit of its accounting systems for the sixth consecutive year. The U.S. Department of Defense has nearly four trillion dollars in assets, including weapons and supplies. But auditors found Four. almost half cannot be accounted for. 
Mm. Half. Spreadsheet's bad. Yeah, amen. Have we talked to Ukraine about good. borrowing their spreadsheet? <laughs> and Ukraine's sitting over there like, using macros, bro. Using what are you guys mentioning us bad. for? You don't even know what you're giving us, man. <laughs> Oh, man. That's awesome. According to the DOD, the Pentagon passed on seven of its 29 sub-audits this year, since the DOD accounts for over half of all U.S. discretionary spending. That amazed me. I did not realize it was that high. DOD Hmm. accounts for over half of all U.S. discretionary spending. Conducting audits is challenging due to the department's size and scope. In response to the audit, Pentagon staff acknowledged the results as a significant opportunity to improve. Now, here's the cherry on top, right? Sabrina Singh, the Pentagon Deputy Press Secretary, said, quote, we're working on improving our process. While it wasn't the results we wanted, we certainly are learning each time an audit passes. Unbelievable. It's a continuing and ongoing process that this building is assessing. Okay, no more questions. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's our learning. That's how we're doing it. <laughs> well, as long as we're getting better, I guess. You know, uh, that was the VA's response. Yeah, but we lost less we lost than less. nine billion, right. like we did last. How year. does the V? How does the VA lose nine billion? Oh, they lost three billion oh, this year. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you. Uh, I'll give you I'll this give year. You a, they did really good, and somebody got an award for it. I'll give you this Only little example. And this is a weird. This is a weird to say, but it, uh, I'll give you a little example. So I went to the VA because I was having these little patches on my on my arm, and they were kind of hard and scaly. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And it was getting when in the sunlight, they were like turning pink. They weren't tanning anymore. So I went in and saw the dermatologist, and they're like, "Hey, try this cream and try this light therapy." And I was like, "What's light therapy?" And they're like, oh, it's essentially a tanning booth, but it's different waves than what a tanning booth is. So I went up there for like eight fucking weeks for five minutes at a time to stand in this tanning booth, right? And I go, is it helping you? He's like, yeah, surprisingly, it's actually going away. And I'm like, well, you, if, if you want, we can put in a request to have you get a home one. I was like, one at home? And they're like, yeah, it's a compact thing. It kind of folds up and you spread it out. And it's like... Uh, uh, it's like a divider, you know, a little divider kind of stand and you stand in there and it, and it, and it tans you, right. Or it, it does the UV rays. I and think I I've said, been down that road a little bit. Tan going. <laughs> well, I said, uh, okay, well, you know how you do that. And they're like, well, you got to go, you got to put a request in. I said, uh, and, and she said, we've had some requests put in and people have brought them back cause they didn't use them. I said, Oh, well, can I just get one that you brought back? And they're like, no, we can't store them. I said, why can't you store them? I said, we don't have any uh, room for it. I said, so what do you do? He's like, well, we can't resell them because it's a VA against policy. We can't store them, so we <laughs> dump them. And I was like, how much are they? And they're like, they're like three grand. It's like, Jesus. So yeah, one of those away. little units... They can't store it. They can't resell it. They can't send it back to the manufacturer. Yeah. Trash. So, uh, that's that's why they can't. They didn't try to like freeze those off because I I have I've had skin cancer right so I, I go every year get the bottom of the top check and any trouble spots they freeze like 
It wasn't to that. Three... It wasn't to that level. It wasn't to that level. So it was just kind that of is irritating. a lot of effort to like that. Yeah, that that's so, wasteful, man. That's yeah, bad. But that's that's why the VA can't. You know, they've yeah. only lost three billion, not eleven billion this year. So. Well, I told you about that. Like they cut those like little tumors out of my arm. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And they and the doc is done, and he goes, "Hey, do you want these clamps?" And they're like the surgical metal clamps. And oh. I'm like, like as a souvenir? He goes, no, we don't have any way to sanitize them, so we throw them out. Okay. Like, so everything on the tray, he used three or four things on this tray, and there's like eight. And they're like, I'll go, everything? He goes, yeah, I can't give you the scalpel, but but the rest were just thrown out. Wow, that's probably like, When you probably had a pocket knife in your pocket, but they can't <laughs> give you the scalpel. <laughs> can't but that's but that's where the the policies just uh, undercut each other, right? Right. Yep. And they're yep. they're stuck, and the and the employees aren't. You know, they're like, hey, this policy, I can't, I got to throw it out unless you want it. You sure you don't want it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, <clears throat> if we have that, and the Pentagon can't find half its assets, and they're good with it, you know, it's like we're learning. We're learning. We'll be better in a couple Did they years. do better than last year, though? Uh, no, same as last year, essentially. No. Yeah, all the subsections wow. passed. That the shows same consistency then. Yeah. So huh? They don't want to. They don't. They don't want to pass. They're not backsliding. Yeah. yeah. That's the point. That's the point. Well, we counted all the boats and planes, <laughs> so we're good. Yeah. You got all the bases. You good? Okay. You know what? Uh. Uh. It, when they come down to the end of the year and they're like, hey, where are these assets? How, yeah. how much you bet they got a long list that just says Ukraine, 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 Ukraine. Yeah, I was going to was, was throw that out. That in Afghanistan, the withdrawal from Afghanistan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a yeah. whole bunch of stuff over there. We could, we wanted to get it back, but you guys wouldn't let us get it back. So, yeah, yeah. You know, not on us. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> love it. That'd uh, be the same thing. Like, ah, man, it's over there, bro. I don't oh know. yeah, we we gave we that uh, we gave that to the sister squadron. I don't know where that is. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. A bipartisan group of senators has proposed legislation to ensure a successful DOD audit next year. Yeah. Like What's that? the legislation say? They could just line out things and we won't discuss it, or what? Like, like that? How are you gonna? How I don't is know. that gonna ensure a successful DOD audit? Uh, as, yeah, you will pass it. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Not that that legislation is going to get passed anyway, but uh, yeah. yeah, what's right. it going to do? Hey, we didn't. Well, try harder next year. Okay, I'll try harder next year. So, all right, our last story. Now, I've got a slant <laughs> on this last story because it sounds screwed up, right? And Jake, you already texted me with with your initial reaction to it, but I got a I got a different slant on this. So, this is from military.com. The Marine Corps tried to re- redesign its physical training uniform. After three years, it's abandoning the project. Three well, years. So it's too difficult of a thing to it's tackle. Too hard. How could we possibly develop shorts and t-shirts? Right. Just impossible. The Marine Corps has ended a plan to revamp its physical fitness uniform, according to the service. The initiative lasted nearly three years, but produced no new uniform. In 2020, the service set out to redesign the trunks and undershirt to make up the Marine Corps warm weather physical training uniform. The first prototype of the uniform 
kept the classic green color scheme, but featured knee-length shorts, moisture-wicking oh. fabric, and go. thick, reflective lines on the back of the shirt. And now, tube I've socks a, to your knees. You know, I've got... I want to see somewhere, somebody collect the data about how many runners are getting run over without reflective shirts and how many are not getting run over with reflective shirts, right? Because somebody got that in their head. Uh, it's like it's like running around the LUD. Got to put your reflective belt on. Has that cut down? Uh, uh, <laughs> I think that was always on Pedestrian vehicle accidents? Air Force yeah. never did that. I never oh, ran we did I was it? deployed. I never had to run with reflective shit. Deployed well, really? but you did. You went as uh, a cop. You didn't go. Yeah, as they didn't a, have that shit we, in the knot. We had to be <laughs> in one uniform Ouch. or the other, right? We it was not. either you were in your duty uniform or you were in your PT gear. But you had your stupid reflective belt on. No, yeah, we never yeah. wore that shit. Nor a vest or a belt. We ran. Uh, after Man, I don't know how you survived. Yeah, I didn't get the run miracle. over. This is the 1%, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This is the 1% that survived before reflecting. Greek God over here. Yeah. Mm. Um, my, uh, my, my daughter who just had her baby, and she has this complicated uh, car seat. You know, the, the, the seat actually, there's a base that's really secure, and you pick it up after that. And she goes, hey, Dad, remember that car seat you used to have for me? And I was like, yeah. She goes, if you took a corner too fast, I'd fall over. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. That was pretty funny. And she goes, look at this thing. And I said, well, you know, I remember sitting on my dad's lap driving a steering wheel. So how do we go from that to, like, ultra safe? And we got more accidents. So I don't know. I'd like to see the reflective uh, belt stripe data on are we really saving lives or is that just something we, we do now? I think it's just that we've got that mentality of one mistake and done. So <laughs> somebody got hurt, we're going to fix this. One person. Well, no, they, you got to learn from it. You can have one mistake, but you have to learn. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I right. think that our mel- mentality has shifted <laughs> where no, people are so mistake adverse. Oh, but, right, right. Yeah, because nobody wants to say, well, is he wearing his reflective PT shirt? No. Well, how hard is it to put on a PT belt? <laughs> yeah, that's always that's always one of those things with stupid ideas that well, how hard is it to do this? Well, it doesn't I, matter how hard it matters how dumb it is. You know, and it's somebody yeah. who's gonna go, Well, I look at motorcycle accidents and everybody I see in an accident is not wearing reflective gear. So reflective gear and just like that's the lousiest conclusion you could ever come to, but that's the kind of mentality that infests all this stuff right yeah well and you're, no matter how much reflective gear you have it's not going to take my eyes off my text message that i'm looking at when <laughs> i run into the motorcycle rider right or the deer True. that cuts across your your brother-in-law's motorcycle and yeah like <laughs> breaks his leg like that, that deer could give a shit about your reflective gear exactly exactly <laughs> you could do everything right and that deer says didn't matter yeah <laughs> So they got na- the Marines got negative feedback on the knee-length shorts. Uh, last year, the Corps acknowledged that the initial design did not sit well, 
specifically, officials said that based on feedback, the material was too heavy, the shorts were too long, and the reflective material was too restrictive. In October of last year, Marine Corps System Command tried again to revamp the uniform, cutting the inseam down to five inches and using a lighter material. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, you go from All knee right. length to five inches. Holy sh! That's huge. 1970s volleyball <laughs> shorts right there, buddy. Kind of, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, they tried it out with 350 Marines. Uh, the reaction to the second effort is unknown. A spokesman for Marine Corps Systems Command, which was taken by then-Commandant General David Berger, to modernize the gear, told Military.com that the initiative was unfunded for fiscal years 23 and 24. So no wonder they stopped it. Like, well, we got no more money. So just hold what you got. You know. Efforts to improve the uniform design officially stopped in September. Marine Corps System Command has ceased work to procure and field the new PT uniform to redirect resources to more urgent defense needs. In September 2023, the Marine Corps rescinded approval to develop a new standalone physical training uniform. Uh, the Marine Corps is prioritizing programs that better focus on taking care of Marines and USMC modernization. So that's why I applaud them. Take care of the Marines. Right? So, Teapot, when the Arizona Cardinals drafted Josh Rosen and they realized they made a mistake, they were like, go get Kyler Murray. We're done. We're, we're cutting bait, man. We, we screwed this up. We don't care what it costs us. We're out of here. That's what I thought of with the Marines. They're like, okay, this is dumb. Stop it. Well, and Kyler Murray is paying mad dividends right now. You know, what are the Cardinals, like 2-10? and, ten, two yeah. and They, might, they <laughs> might be drafting another quarterback, but your analogy still fits, Marty. Yeah. You are 100% correct. You was hurt for most of the fits, season, man. too, though, so that did Threw happen. me off there for a second, Mike. I was like, what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they could still draft a quarterback. They should. I think they should. Um, so at least they acknowledged that this wasn't necessary and decided not to spend money on one. So that's why I was... Yep. Like, hey, good on, them. good on, them. Yeah, smart. Yeah, um, I mean, it's not like where the Air Force is still plunging forward. They're <laughs> like, we're gonna get these right. Hey guys, you gotta go uh, clothing sales and get another one. I know clothing sales is out of them; they're out of everything. But so, when they revamp the the PT gear, oh no! Like right before I retired, it was like, yeah. am I gonna start a fire? Like with the, no. but then the, the second effort was actually pretty good. Like I enjoyed them. Like I thought they were fine. The new yeah, balance the, ones. The swooshy Jake, ones were awesome. Yeah, Jake they, brought they, that the up when they first came out with those. Like there was the a little glimpse shorts? of New yeah. Balance ones that those you're were like, nice. Oh, yeah. yeah, but then they went to those stiff nylon, yeah. uh, reflective things. So, but I don't know. Uh, all right. So since it's nearing the end of the year, I thought we might start revisiting some of the work we've done throughout this 2023 and with our new additions, right? We're almost, we're at a boy band now. Yeah, man. Oh, we're, yeah. we're a fucking boy band right now, right? <laughs> but Teapot and Big Vern, you guys are gonna, can judge it. We can all weigh in on it. This is not a competition. Well, it is a competition, but it's not a competition amongst us. We just decide which one is which. So I thought we'd start going back through some clips for the year. And this first one, or this first, this uh, today, 
We're going to go through the best of the 2023 outtakes. Ooh. That, I don't know. <laughs> don't put things in the chat because that fucks me up because I'm like, what? <laughs> the outtakes are going to be the best shit. You know that. I was, I was talking yeah. about tanning there. See that how that light, light yeah. thing works? Yeah. That's how it works right there. All right, so uh, I think I am sharing the sound. So just to give you an example, here's a here's a couple just to give you an example and to test the sound. So you'd let me know if you can hear this or not. On your feet, everyone. Can you hear it? This is Service Headline News. I'm your host, Marty Smith, and I'm joined by our historian, Eric Perrot. We're here tonight. Let's go. And our man in the closet, Jake Wall. God damn it. <laughs> it wasn't my fault, man. I didn't do that. <laughs> my ears are springing into action. <laughs> that was incredible. <laughs> oh, that happened early in the year. That was early in the year, too. Whose phone was it? What's that? I, I got to drop off. My uh, my niece is calling me from Boulder, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hop right? on. Cause she, yeah, no, she's supposed to come down this weekend. Completely oh, nice. spaced. We told her she can come down with her boyfriend, so I've got to work that out. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. thanks, Teapot. Thanks for being on, man. Yeah. We'll see, see you next week. Yep. One less metal contender. So yeah, woohoo! <laughs> In your face, Teapot. <laughs> Do you remember when that happened? Do you remember when that when your phone went off? Yeah. That was way early in the year. It was like the one time. My phone is always silenced. It that was like was the hilarious. one time. <laughs> I was like, what the? That was pretty damn funny. Was that yours? <laughs> it was mine, but it was my phone, and it linked right to my computer. <laughs> yeah. Have you done that before? Oh, so you can answer no. on your computer or something? Not that I know of. <laughs> Oh my God, that was perfect. How do I mute that? <laughs> I had to, I have to disconnect uh, it from Bluetooth. If it now. comes up random, that's that's about the quality of the show. Here's Mike. Here's how we used to go through uh, what stories we we're gonna do. You want to go over Harry Belafonte? Nah. You know he died today. <laughs> Harry can suck it. <laughs> The guy's 30 minutes old. Or 30 minutes dead. No, Come, Mr. Tally, man. Take it right in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So for for us, uh, we'll just decide on consensus, right? I got four examples. So I'll, I'll just a couple minutes apiece, so it won't be long. But the first one uh, is where we start talking about VA disability. This was with Scott Westfall. Oh yeah, nice. I will. I want to see somebody develop like uh, a daytime CPAP. <laughs> so you got half the space force walking around with CPAP now. So. <laughs> yeah, I got a couple of two steps guys in my next class. I'm gonna roll that into my curriculum. Nice, Scott. Nice. Yeah, the CPAP. walking CPAP. <laughs> There's probably some contractors out there that are, are there on oxygen. I'm on oxygen. There was a couple at Buckley. Yeah, exactly. Who's that, who's See, that's that's wheeled in or oxygen? I was like, oh, my God. 
I was on oxygen 24 hours a day That's from right. January 2018 to I think May of that year. I'm sorry, Scott. That's that was a low blow. <laughs> I was I was hoping you'd make a joke at my expense. Thank you for that. <laughs> So he Marty Stubb will come out later. He could Don't riddle you with yeah. riddle you with the Eric, for the rest of the podcast. He's whittling through the layers. It takes time. So he is that he is that F fifteen guy who just came in and goes, "That was inverted." So Scott just slapped us all down with, "I was on oxygen." Well, I lost a leg, prick. <laughs> you lost a leg playing Johnny Fuck around. I know. I did. <laughs> Uh, and it's only two or a third of a leg. Yeah, it's it's Eric close enough. Geez. It's forty percent. It's not as much as a CPAP. I like Eric Eric's, in with I ran over my own. I like Eric's uh, surprise at this part, right? Dog. Wait, wait, <laughs> Marty, what is the level of disability on that? Forty percent. Literally. Yeah, CPAP's fifty. Fucking sleep apnea is fifty. Yeah. No, great. it's not. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, then I need to go back and get fucking reevaluated. <laughs> Here with, here's what's crazy. And Marty, you can cut this one out if you want. I went to grief counseling after my brother died. Oh, yeah. They gave me 30% for that. Holy shit. Wow. Permanent 30%? That is a permanent, yeah. right? Wow. Well, he's yeah. permanently dead. Yeah, exactly, Marty. Thanks for bringing <laughs> that up. <laughs> They were like, oh man, you don't we are like brutal. Change. I'm like, when it's a brother dying. Yeah, who does? I don't. I don't. When it's my brand of pre-sliced cheese, don't mind it. <laughs> that's probably why that's I didn't what, get. That's what they said. At a thirty. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Thirty percent disability because of your wow. But, That's what but I did. I went, but here's the thing. You weren't trying to get it. Now imagine the no, guy no. who is trying to get it. I literally just went to grief counseling because, like, you know, I was his, like, active caregiver for the last months yeah. of, of his right. life, right? So I was just, hey, everybody, every time, if you need help, go get it. If you need help, go reach out. And I'm Had like, okay, hey, crazy, right? I'm going to go reach out yeah, to this exactly. resource. And it wasn't anything crazy. Listen it was just grief counseling. Yeah. I feel so bad for Jake, man. I feel so bad. You don't like change. I'm like, no, I don't. It was ridiculous. Oh, page 13. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. do I tell this? Hey, oh, there it is. Bold. What would you? Two. What would you say if we changed it by giving you thirty percent? Would you like that change, Jake? Would you like that change? <laughs> what about? This is 40? a trick question. <laughs> I don't like that change, but yes, please. Yes, please. Good answer. Guess, Good answer. I guess that would make me feel a little better. <laughs> All right, that was one about VA disability. I think we did that in like January. No, February. Right. Yeah. It's been a little while. All right, this one's about cops. I don't know how we and remember, Mike. All this was like we were bullshitting before we actually got to the episode. So, uh, but this one was about cops. So this is selection two. See, and 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 you scoffed when I was talking about cops fucking all the time, right? Oh God, no, dude. Remember when we, I brought that up before? I was like, oh, you, fucking cops Eric's, are gonna be pregnant. You scoffed at that, Eric. Yeah, he was like, hey, There's hey, hey, one oh, thing back no. off the cops. And I was like, are you kidding you, me? 
Two things you guys do. Well, yeah, two things is fuck around like literally cops are notorious for it and destroy your own shit. Like cops will get weird as fuck and they will destroy a vehicle. Like we could tear there's, there's that famous, like famous well, I don't know if famous, but military famous story of the car accident on the flight line where the cop was getting blowy from the fellow cop oh, and they no crashed <laughs> and got wedged. Oh, I never God. heard that story. Are you talking I'm about t- under oh, the F-15? I believe so, yeah. There was one uh, that ran into it. I don't know if he was going to blow. I think he just fell asleep and drove into the well, F-15. Either way, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, we caught, we caught multiple times cops getting blowies out on the flight line in Alaska. When I worked at they, GPA, when you know, I worked at, was like at the far end, yeah, of they the woods. stopped putting two people oh, no in a vehicle because of that. Oh, geez. First of all, one person <laughs> shot another person's leg with the with the M9. That could happen to anybody. Because he's no, one's carrying. I like what Eric goes. That could happen to anybody. <laughs> yeah, Eric's like, oh yeah. No, it was like that. We've all been thing. there, right? <laughs> It was like, like, this is a safety feature. If you press down on the barrel, it's basically like the same thing as having a a safety on. He's like, yeah, right, show me. Push down on the dude's leg. leg. (laughs) I will concede one comment that Marty said a while back, that all the space guys that get washed out become cops. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) A lot of them do. So... Thanks a lot. Yep. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. That was good. I like that one. Well, that's number two. Uh, the third one is about uh, making money out of the military. Or not, I mean, while you're in the military, but off duty. And I think we talked about it, but we never actually recorded this. It was one of the topics I wanted to talk about. Remember how many how many different things, how many different ideas that service members had to try to make money on the side? Oh yeah, constantly. Well, well Amway was one of the big ones. Yeah. At least it was in the army. Was that around? Everybody was. Remember? Oh, was Amway. it really? Oh yeah. Everybody was trying to fucking do Amway, and every other friend you had was like, "Hey, you want some laundry detergent? Why don't you just <laughs> yeah. buy it from me?" And I was like, "Stop! Shut up!" I actually did it. I did it for a month. And I didn't sell anything. It just piled up. And I was like, fucking get me out of this. Thing. <laughs> and well, as, like, as soon like, as I same. said that, then like the people above me in the pyramid gave me the big put. Don't get out. You know, don't get out. Yeah. You're, you're about to make money. I was like, I'm not making any money. And I'm just yeah, annoying everybody. They were I know. Money that's right. You. That's exactly right. And I was like, Jesus, enough. Now I really want out. You fuckers <laughs> are ridiculous. Well, like the ones on base are... The essential oils. Oh, really? Sensi, um, <laughs> the smelly candles and wax and stuff the like that. Candles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Pampered Chef. Oh, Pampered, Pampered Chef. Chef. God, Big, I, yeah. I didn't realize, is, is Pampered Chef like a an MLM? Yeah. Is it structured uh, that same I, way? No, I, I think like the home sales ones are. Oh, yeah. Because I don't know that you can buy it at a store anywhere, can you? I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah. think so. Oh, you know what the you know what the uh, uh, female thing was for Amway was Mary Kay. 
Oh yeah, Mary Kay is a, is a good one too. Yeah. What's? Wait, pull that back, Eric. What is it? Eric, that, you're that too keeps close to blending the camera. into the background. Yeah, you're yeah, too close to the camera. <laughs> oh, there we oh, go. Okay. It's a scentsy candle. Baby. Oh, is that from what the that Air is? Force? Yep. Candle burner. Yep. Nice. Or oil burner, whatever it is. It was candle. Yep. Mike. Oh my God. Mike, did you know uh, Captain Nate White at the time? Yep. So yep. Jake, Jake goes into that in a second. Hey, hey by the way, what's an MLM? What is that? Multi-level marketing. It's the rip Oh, the pyramid bullshit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got you. Exactly. <laughs> and I think Amway is still around, but it's called something else, I think. Oh, is it now? Yeah, it's it's under a whole different name. They did a whole, like, relaunch. Or at least it was several years ago. And I was like, what is that? And they're like, oh, it's the old Amway. And I was like, ah, oh, fuckers. <laughs> they almost got in you back. 2020, April 2021, yeah. Amway was sold for 8.9 billion dollars jesus billion billion as with a b you know the top of that they were making money yeah yeah. you know technically it the the system would work i mean if you really dove into it and you wanted to be that guy you could make it work and you could make money off of it neat neat white's wife they're living on her income from Mary Kay. Oh my yeah, God. Mary like Kay. She, yeah, yeah. She gets a free car every year. God damn. Is that every, still? Every year they, still? they swap out a car. Yeah. Wow. They just um, got a, uh, they and, had a and mini then for a while. Uses it to, What's that? They had a mini for a while. And then. A pink mini? Uh, it was black with pink stripes. Oh, okay. They don't yeah. need a Cadillac anymore? You gotta get that's freaking up there, man. Oh, it is. Yeah. The minis here, they got like four or five cars in between there. Oh, so do like whenever she's doing a thing at like at the house, yeah. Nate'll go do Grubhub <laughs> he really? and, and just rock that Mary Kay car because <laughs> they don't have to pay for miles, they don't have to do any of that stuff. Wow, she must be and, she must have a lot of people under her. She's she's got quite a few. Yeah, yeah. Her. So, so I'm going the easy way. I'm going to join the Girl Scouts and sell Girl Scout cookies. Yeah. Dude, those Girl Scouts, man. I'm telling you, I bought my girlfriend a money counter because I was tired of counting Girl Scout cookie season money. We were counting Dude, there would be thousands, thousands of dollars. That's really? lucrative, Bill, man. Or is that on a weekly ago? basis, thousands of dollars. And it pisses yeah. me off because like they're so smaller. A lot now, of electronic now. in the box. Yeah, they're getting a little but, greedy on it. All right, so that was uh, Amway. So we have VA disability, the cops, Amway. Here's the last one about Jake uh, denigrating <laughs> a, a higher-ranking airman. Why am I? <laughs> I like how all of mine are, like, too hot for the normal show. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't let him talk too much. So we gotta, now, we gotta make Marty, you were time. mentioning, like, a young guy with a bunch of ribbon rack or big ribbon rack or something. In 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 weapons <laughs> you and this? other career fields, we never wore blues. There was a, it was a rare occasion to see one of us in our blues at work, and it was either you're getting your butt chewed or, or you were at like ALS or something like that, yeah. right? Right, right. So one of the guys, Sergeant Scott, was he was a senior. 
at the time, senior airman going through ALS and came in to work with his blues and he had a purple heart. And I, of course, being the jackass that I am, <laughs> I talked trash to him. I'm like, dude, you can't just buy whatever ribbons you want as a freaking DX. <laughs> they mean something, right? He's, I mean, he's, and he's higher ranking than me, and then I'm talking to trash. He yeah. goes, it means something, Wall. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right, whatever. So he was legit. And I, and I let it let it go. And freaking like a week later, my boss I like was like, I let him slide. Sergeant Scott, or well, senior Evan Scott. And I was like, yes. Yes, sir. I, yes, sir, Negman. I talk trash to everybody, you know. And he goes, "You know, he was in Cobar Towers, right?" And I was Ooh. like, "Nope, clearly didn't know that." <laughs> and he, he was in Cobar Towers. Hurt during the bombing, he, huh? Yeah, the day room they were at, they were in. He was the day rooms on the second floor or the third floor. And you had to go downstairs to the phones. Like when back in the day when we shared phones yeah. and you, you had to call the operator to get you connected a, for a, a morale call. Down there in the common area. Yep. Yeah. yep. Went downstairs, tried to call his wife, couldn't get a hold of her. Went back upstairs and was like, you know what? I'll just give her another shot. Goes Saved back downstairs. Boom. Um, the whole day room gone. Saved like literally in the stairwell or around the stairwell. When the when the when the whole day room got blown up, wow. and meanwhile I'm like, you can't just buy that. Get out of here, you big sissy. <laughs> we told oh we goodness. told. I think sometimes we tell funnier stories when we're not like into the program, you know. And that's why I wanted yeah. to bring that. Well, up. Those that's why sometimes I think funny as shit. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I think it's like too structured with the stories and stuff. That's why I would hope it would just go off wherever you guys want it to go off. So, so what do you think? Uh, first, second, third, or fourth one? Number one has my vote. The, the disability one. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> that was a good one. I like it because of the somber mode. With with his brother dying, and it's like, oh shit, man! I really feel bad that we're we're talking about the guy's brother, and then it's like, ah, that's thirty percent. Fuck! Well, I got thirty percent for that. That's bullshit. I love the fact that you only got forty percent for your stump. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> I love that he's supposed to be getting fifty percent, but he's not. Yeah. Yeah. So, so much for that idea. I don't know. The cop one cracks me up because. uh I don't know. Every time we talk about the cops, fucking oh, man. well, that's a special thing too, because at Sibbers, there literally was that one time where every airman was pregnant. I saw I said and, that, right? It was yeah, like three women yeah. were pregnant by cops. At least like, three. Damn. Yeah. You know? Different cops too. Yeah. I was like, what Not is the same it? It's part is of it our the, OJT training. Is it the, uh, is it the gun Yeah, belts? you got to go is impregnate the, the nonners. <laughs> Is it, the am- is it the ammo pouch full of snacks and condoms, or what is it? Well, clearly, it's not condoms, huh? Yeah, it's not condoms. <laughs> and it's not bullets, so what oh. is it? It's a- oh, my God. roofies, that's all it is. All right, yeah. so we'll go with the VA disability as the winner. <laughs> uh, next week, I was thinking about doing uh, maybe a best of our presentation. See, Mike, you came in too late, because we used to do... Uh, we used to present 
our all military team. That was yeah, fun. That was we kind of we've kind of run that out. Unfortunately, we thought good. of everything. Um, I don't know. I, I I always think is there is there another category we could do? So now when I when I get General Chris Petty on, who was a helicopter pilot, we that's one thing we didn't do. Like, what's the best helicopter? Right. Yeah. Well, we talked about doing it. It was we just talked about so yeah. We many. just never got around to doing it. So, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, okay. Um, I don't know. I don't think any good podcast today. <laughs> podcast metal today. That's fair enough. Nobody. It's nobody just impressed. Okay. Me. I thought it was pretty good today, man. You did oh, your job. You did your job. Quit. So show was good. there. We go. Uh, <laughs> but we are at shift change. We are at shift change, and those guys are still in changeover. So, God damn, stop <laughs> going over briefings. Get oh, out, man. You remember those? And you just like, stand at the window and try to stare them down. <laughs> yes. And I hate it when they laughed. How dare they fucking laugh Eric, when I'm uh, going off a of mid shift? This, this, oh, crap. The window? This window right here uh, was the ops floor, right? Or the ops floor was that way so everybody was in here looking everybody was in here and the, the ops floor was looking at it. it was like hurry up we want to get out of here right yeah and some commanders would just go on and on it was like oh we got another announcement oh we got to do this and, and some commanders love that despite the crew like 20 strong all looking in the windows like come <laughs> on <laughs> so Anyway, uh, on behalf of all of us here, I'd like to thank you for listening today. Please like, share, subscribe, and let us know how we did in the comments. Make sure next week that you are not late, late for changeover. Man, thanks for the week, and I'll see you next week. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, take it easy. I got nothing for you, Eric. I'm God sorry. damn it, Jake. I, I, I actually look forward to that. You were looking something. forward to it. I was like, I oh. thought something would fly tonight. I just did. I maybe. had something earlier, but then I totally forgot. Maybe, I Mike, maybe, maybe Mike is better. Maybe, Mike is, maybe we get the new guy. Oh, here we go. So what am I supposed to do? Just some smart <laughs> shit about Eric. You have to make a witty comment to Eric All right. no, based no, no, on no, something no, he no, said no. previously. Now it didn't work with you, so now he gets to make some funny shit up about the man in the club. Oh, oh, Rivalry now within the boy band. Wait, are we, is this still for the podcast or this post podcast? No, we're not post yet. We're still good. We're still trash talking on the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll out. see you next week. Oh, Jesus. Keep it going. One more time. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. All right. Yeah, we're good.